Blog Talk Radio. It cannot be emphasized strongly enough the beauty, purity, and perfection of who you really are. You are not your illness, your finances, or your loneliness. There's nothing wrong in your life that you don't have the power to correct, and you are unlimited in your ability to tap into that power. Welcome. I'm Janet Richmond, and this is the Higher Self Voice. It's Wednesday. Oh my gosh, it comes so quickly. Seems time is flying by. Uh, my favorite day of the week. And today we have an interesting topic. It's a very interesting topic by Paul Sadakis. <clears throat> Paul, who was one of the group that carried out what turned out to be the aborted mission of the Higher Heart Consciousness Infusion. He was one of the apostles, and Joan has been back in 1987, reflected both Paul Sadakis, he's fifth dimensional with a dual soul nature, and Joan would reflect him, bring in the information, not reflect, but uh, go into frequency and pull in the information. And she did the same with Marius, who played the role of Jesus, and of course, Mary and Peter. If you've been following my series on In His Own Words, you will learn a lot about that time, about what happened and what didn't happen, what the misunderstandings were, what the issues are, and then why they're here, why they came in with with Joan Culpepper to help all of us who have to, or part of our mission is to bring the higher heart consciousness concept up to its purity as well as to uh, bring in the new age infusion as well. So we have kind of a double mission here. So anyway, I am giving out or reading out in his own words what Joan had brought in now 30 years ago in 1987 because it's as relevant today as it was then. As a matter of fact, it seems even more relevant to me. I'm getting and understanding elements of this, these words at such a different level because just that much time has passed. I've had just that much more experience with the information and the energies that Joan has, Joan brought to us those years ago. And also the evolutionary thrust has increased the frequency of energy all around the universe, including our planet, which means we are we have that wind at our back we have the help we have the expansion of the energies and the information are is now able to come in we're able to uh, pick it up and understand it at its higher levels and so it is actually incredibly re- relevant right now <clears throat> and that's so interesting because what i'm finding is when I'm working on myself or my clients or when I'm doing the exercise on the radio, I find that it's the same words I'm using, the same concepts in a way, but I'm putting putting them together in a slightly different way. There's expansion coming in around the whole amalgamation. I am going to, in the healing today, I'm going to be bringing it to you some of that information that I've been getting from the higher self over the last couple, three weeks, whatever it's been. And It's really been helping me open and expand even more, help with my own cooperation with the awakening, like I encourage you all to do. So anyway, 
Today we're going to do Paul, but before I do that, I just want to mention, I mentioned at the end of last week, and I want to put it up front, I just found out from a couple people in my meetup group that the podcast app that comes with the iPhone, you can get on that app and you can download my material. I, I never knew it was there. It must be some deal that Blog Talk Radio has with the iPhone people. Anyway, I played around with it a little bit. You have to kind of play around. It's, it's either Janet Richmond and the Higher Self Voice or the Higher Self Voice with Janet Richmond, some combination of that. One, I, one thing I put in, all I got was 2012 my shows from 2012, which were quite a long time ago. But if you put in the, a different combination, the couple hundred, I think, come up, including the recent one. So give it a try. If you have any problems, let me know. Or if you figure out exactly what it is, please send me an email to Janet at JanetRichmond.com and let me know so that I can then tell people exactly what to do to get my information. Uh, anyway, it just, I think it just helps. You don't need to go to Blog Talk if you have the iPhone. You don't need to go to Blog Talk or, or to my website. Those of you who don't have the iPhone, of course, it will remain. The shows will be on Blog Talk and it will also be on my, my website. <clears throat> so either way, you should be able to, to get it. Okay. So let's go on to Paul. I believe this is his seventh time as... Come, you know, coming through the seventh time. I think he comes through two more times, a total of nine. And next week we will have Marius again, and then the next two will be Paul. And I believe those are the last, in his own words, that I will be bringing to you. But I kind of took a sneak peek at next week, and I think you'll find it quite interesting what Marius has to say. And I didn't read it carefully enough to really give you a good synopsis, but I just thought to myself, ooh, this is good. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry, I seem to have a frog in my throat this morning. So let me just have a little water here, and then I'll begin the Wednesday group uh, that Joan led on June 10th, 1987. Again, keep in mind that Paul is the fourth dimensional facade soul role or persona that he played out 2,000 plus years ago. And Sadakis is the fifth dimensional part of him. And I do try to call him Sadakis most of the time, but occasionally I call him Paul. So just so that you understand, it's the same person. One is the fourth dimensional facade soul and the other is his fifth dimensional true soul. Okay. And Joan again uh, again, I have Joan's opening, and so I will read that as I usually do when I have it. Okay, so. In this state of quiet, let's come together, please, in understanding that each of us carry within us the pure soul essence, which contains within it our highest, most purest, most perfect point of power. And in this understanding, let us take a moment to consciously focus our attention on this point of power by allowing the symbolic light to grow until we stand within its center. Let's also take a few moments to process the totality energy of this link of light that connects us to all life. 
You will recall that you as fifth dimensionals incarnate in facade human form carry your energy across this link of light to all lives in all dimensions in all levels that are beneath you in evolutionary awareness. <clears throat> the evolutionary vibration of that fifth dimensional realization is also important to consciously remember and remind ourselves that as an individual, we can make a difference simply because all that we are and all that we are becoming, <coughs> excuse me, moves across this link of light and unconsciously assists those souls beneath us, beneath us in evolutionary awareness. It's also important to remember that we ourselves are assisted in exactly the same manner because our link of light reaches out and touches all lives and all levels. <coughs> and therefore, those above us in evolutionary consciousness assist and help us. And so it goes into the totality of all that exists. As we stand within the center of this pure soul essence, let's take a moment to commit to consciously loving ourselves properly. We think for the most part that we love ourselves properly, and the higher selves always reminded, have always reminded us that we are perfect. All souls at all levels are perfect. The only thing that stands between us and that perfection is the altered realities that live vicariously through us. So tonight, I think it's very important in this state of centeredness for each of us to consciously dwell on the idea of our perfection, our perfection in the highest sense of the word, without ego and even without judgment. It's important for each of us to determine within our own minds the concept of our perfection so that we can more easily and properly and efficiently love ourselves. And so we take this moment tonight to experience a very real healing energy within our own vibration as we accept the power of the pure soul essence and our perfection within that power. I now ask that each of us be taken into the originating source of energy and in a state of consciousness, that we be amalgamated with the totality of our higher selves and with any higher selves from any realm or direction that cares to join with us in this session tonight. I further ask that we remain conscious throughout our centeredness and our amalgamation and that each of us be open to receive, to understand, to articulate, to manifest from the very highest level the information as it comes forth tonight and that we do this with the understanding that each of us in this room carry the ability to process that informational energy at the higher levels. Now let us take a few moments to consciously focus our attention on the healing circle. You will recall that we've infused into the healing circle the energy of higher heart consciousness, of balance, of harmony, of unity through understanding, the power of the miraculous, and many other energies that we have processed from time to time. So while this healing circle is, is symbolically a visual within the minds of each of us, it nevertheless carries a very powerful, very potent, and very real energy. And when we focus our attention in a very conscious, directed way upon the healing circle, we are unleashing this powerful energy of the healing circle and empowering it with more of the same. I would like each of you to feel 
each of you, if you feel to do so, to move into the center of the healing circle. And as you move into the center of the healing circle, please take with you other individuals that you are aware of where healing and balancing and nurturing and nourishing is needed and necessary. At this time, I would like to place in the center of the healing circle all situations and conditions that exist that are processing through the collective consciousness of humanity in what appears to be a state of hopelessness. I would further place within the center of the healing circle all governments, all philosophies, all situations and conditions that play themselves out in lack of unity, in lack of love, in lack of respect of life. Now, and now let's start with you as this group standing within the healing circle, remembering that each of us will partake of this energy even, if we, even as we stand within the center of this energy, empowering it through our thought and through our love. Let us consider for a moment that we can reach out in a very real way and draw energy through our hands from this healing circle. And let us do that by reaching out and taking this energy from the healing circle and allowing it to flow through and around every area of our body, knowing that this energy seeks that where correction is needed and necessary. And let us flow it out into our minds, both conscious and unconscious, and out into the soul, both conscious and unconscious allowing the energy to move in through and around, seeking those conditions where healing is needed and necessary for us, where imbalances are concerned. It is a very real energy. You have but to reach for it in order to receive it. It carries within it the power of the miraculous, and therefore all you have to do is allow the power of the miraculous to take place within your own body, your own mind, and your own soul. Let us now focus our attention on the individuals that we have placed as we move into the healing circle and into all of the other situations that we have placed. And let us, through our thought and through our love, activate and assist in this healing and balancing as the higher self move in through and around to take charge of this energy to send it out and to place it in through and around all situations, all conditions, and people so placed. We bring into this healing circle the energy of hope and the energy of faith to back up that hope. We bring into this healing circle everything needed, both known and unknown. We allow this energy to continue out into the totality of the human kingdom universe, assisting through our thought and our love, sending this energy out to touch life at all levels, to work in through and around the astral bands of the various planets, the astral bands of the totality of the human kingdom universe. This is an unending, ever-replenishing supply of energy that can move into infinity and beyond. And we give it out, and it is supplied over and over again. And when we come together as a group, we are bringing our collective energies together to assist in the balancing and the harmonizing and the healing of all life forms on all levels who desire to receive the energy and to utilize it for whatever purpose their soul desires at that particular moment in time. It's important for each of you to remember that you do carry a tremendous amount of power 
and that each of you are becoming more acclimated and activated in areas that deal with the unfolding of the processes that go into the totality of who you truly are. We would address tonight the idea and concept as it pertains to love, even though we have addressed the idea of love on many different occasions and have presented it in many different lights from time to time. It is always important for individuals to remind themselves in a very conscious way from time to time about the power they carry in areas that deal with love and loving. Okay, this is Janet. Sadakis is moving in at this point, and I'm about to start. I just want you to know that I come in very seldom in the beginning. I come in a little bit more at the end, but it's very clear. I don't. I didn't feel the need to clarify or give examples, so much of it is clear. So I'm going to be reading quite a bit first without any interruption, and then uh, from time to time in a little way, <clears throat> little ways. <coughs> Sorry. I have to get some water, guys. Just a sec. Sadaka. Sadakis has spoken on faith and hope, and tonight he would address us on the idea of love. Joan says, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Sadakis, but does it have anything to do with, quote, faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love, unquote? Yes, of course it does. And there's laughter in the group that time. Uh, that was the biblical quote. I, I'm familiar with it myself, but some of you may not be um, but Joan, having grown up in the church, she certainly knew it. In any case, um, to go on, Sadakis reminds us that we are already <clears throat> informed as to the importance of higher heart consciousness <coughs> and the processing of higher heart consciousness insofar as the humanities are concerned. It is a concept of evolution that was not fully played out in its highest form and is at this point in time being activated and accelerated and will become part of what we are involved in as the pioneers of the evolutionary new age concept by helping to bring the higher heart consciousness into a very grounded manner here on this planet. He also reminds us that we are aware of the fact that the evolutionary movement itself is moving at a much higher rate of speed than we appear to be moving in the now of our reality. The thrusting forward of the evolutionary movement is greatly accelerating and accentuating the energies as they pertain to the higher heart consciousness. You've been told on more than one occasion that all life in all levels is exactly the same. It only exists in different forms of energies and processes from different directions. Simplistically and symbolically speaking, you could view this view this point in time as an awakening and an ever-expanding process of the opening of the heart chakra of this planet. This heart chakra vibration essentially could be viewed as a dimensional window within the planet itself at the chakra level that is continuing to grow and expand. Simplistically speaking, this heart chakra is allowing in, through this expansion, more of the higher heart consciousness energies from those higher levels in their higher proper form. This means that all souls in all levels are awakening to the very unconscious tune 
of reaching for and attaining higher heart consciousness. This then, at this point in time, makes the energy of higher heart consciousness a very viable energy. You all know that it's the top of the line as far as the fourth dimensional soul processing is concerned. You also know that the heart center itself of the individual fourth dimensional soul carries within it what could be viewed as the lower heart consciousness, which would be that of the human nature. And it carries within it the higher heart consciousness, which would be that of the more divine nature. This means at this point in time, the planet itself and its evolutionary speed up is opening at the higher heart consciousness level through the symbolic expansion of its own heart chakra. And therefore, the souls on this planet are becoming very unconsciously attuned to the energy of higher heart consciousness. This is an innate vibration carried within the collective human consciousness that deals with the desire to love and to be loved. Even though in many instances, depending on the mentality and the psychological and personality distortions of any individual, the manner in which they desire to love and be loved may not be in our minds what is right and proper. But the innate desire to love and be loved is part of the totality of the collective consciousness. It stems in part from the pure soul essence that carries the remembrance, the unremembered remembrance of the union, the union in that highest frequency. It goes all the way back to the point in time where the, when the pure soul essence aspect originated from the originating source of all there is. That means that the planet and the mineral system that evolved from the planet carries within it that innate remembrance of the union and the completeness it had with the totality of the originating source. And the expressions of the humans within the fourth dimensional reality as they reach from the lower animal nature into the higher human nature also carry with them that innate remembrance and desire to be part of the one union once again. Janet, Paul only addresses the mineral kingdom and the humanities here, but the same is true for all the four lower kingdoms, the plants and animals as well. Okay, Sadakas. The originating source is based on the masculine-feminine principle, the yin, yin and the yang, the plus and the minus, the negative and positive, however you want to view it. And, it, and the masculine-feminine principle plays itself out in areas that deal with opposites attract, opposites attract. And when it is by the same sex, it play, plays out as like attracts like. There is no rightness or wrongness in this reality as to how this innate desire to love and be loved plays itself out. For the important thing to know and understand is that the innate desire does exist within the collective consciousness of all the humanities in all levels. Because that innate desire to love and be loved is greatly stimulated at this point in time by the symbolic expansion and opening of the heart chakra of the planet, this planet and other planets, it is therefore releasing this higher frequency energy outwards. This means that souls are more able at the unconscious level to respond to the higher heart consciousness energy as it flows out. This means that if you as an individual or as part of a group desire to work in the silence by sending the energy out, you can greatly assist 
the harmonies of the higher heart consciousness energy. It's important to remember that all souls will respond to that energy based on the evolutionary level they happen to be on at any point in time, so that if that energy is received by very primitive souls, the energy will not take the soul from the lowest level of the animal-human scramble nature into the highest level of the purity of human nature, but would reach the soul at a level that would allow the soul to make some movements forward based on the acceptance of that energy by that soul. Understand that this energy carries within it the full scope of love as it pertains to the human nature and love as it pertains to the divine nature. Therefore, the energy, when it is released as higher heart consciousness frequency, it carries within it that amalgamated vibration of love, both that of the purity of human love and that of divine love. When the energy is processed and picked up and received by souls, they essentially draw from that at the level they're able to draw on, draw from, and utilize it at their own soul's rate of speed in order to begin to reach into that higher level of love and loving. This means that this energy, because it carries within it the concept of love at the highest level, is an energy that will, for the most part, be received by all souls that come in contact with it. When you sit in a group together and send out the energy of higher heart consciousness into the force fields of energy around the various planets, all of the souls on those planets will probably respond out of that innate stimulation by the, uni- by the evolutionary thrust to fully fulfill the desire to love and be loved. Janet, you probably noticed the word prob- probably, and it's because the higher selves rarely use always and never because of the fact that every soul is different and there could be a few souls that would not uh, respond to that innate desire and, and respond to that higher heart consciousness. Okay, so Doc, You can see that this gives you, in consciousness, a very powerful energy to begin to consciously focus and work with. For it reaches out and touches all souls involved in all situations and all souls involved in all conditions. It reaches out and touches those who, because of the lack of properly loving themselves, participate in body breakdowns, mind breakdowns, spiritual breakdowns, emotional breakdowns. It's an energy that allows the soul, once it's taken in, to begin to build within itself a stairway along which that soul will ultimately evolve to reach that highest level of higher heart consciousness, which carries within it proper self-love. This doesn't mean that you will be able to instantly see miracles where this is concerned. Again, how quickly that soul can begin to respond to the energy is dependent upon the mentality of the soul that has taken it in. In many instances, the innate desire to love and be loved will simply be taken in by that soul and held until such time that soul can catch up to the rate of speed that the energy carries. It's important to remind each of you once more that proper love of the self begins first of all with standing back and centering on the perfection of who you truly are. You are all involved in judgments of the self and others. When we love ourselves or others through the discoloration of judgments that we make about ourselves or about others, we are creating tremendous disharmony in areas that deal with our ability 
to see clearly who we truly are and to love ourselves in that clarity exactly as we are. You remember that others have stated that unconditional love simply means you must learn to unconditionally love yourself without making judgments about who you think you should be, without making judgments that you are not where you should be, that you have not fulfilled and lived up to the expectations of other individuals. You must learn to unconditionally love yourself exactly where you are, exactly as you are, for only in unconditionally loving yourself in this moment, in this state, regardless how you feel in this state, judging it to be terrible, judging it as bad, judging it as not worthwhile, You must learn to love yourself in the moment exactly as you are, understanding you are a worthwhile, beautiful, powerful individual, a snowflake unlike any other snowflake. And who you are is not contingent upon what others think you are or who others think you should be. Who you are is who you are, the snowflake in all of its beauty. In order to process to the fullest the idea of love at its highest vibration, you must first become the lover of the self, cultivating a relationship with the self, loving the self as the self is at this point in time, which then permits you to move into higher levels of loving the self, accomplishing this one step at a time, knowing that you carry within you the purity and the perfection of all you are, Remembering that the outer world that you live in is created by the altered realities that live vicariously through you. Remembering that you have the knowledge and the the ability to recreate these altered realities. To remember that always you are not helpless. You are not a victim. Remembering always you are pure and perfect. It is good then to begin to think in terms of consciously working with yourself as an individual using higher heart consciousness energy with the understanding that at the facade soul level, you also carry that innate desire to love and be loved. When you begin to work on an individual basis within yourself, utilizing the harmonics of the higher heart consciousness energy, bathing yourself moment to moment to moment with this energy, you will greatly assist yourself in being able to more easily move into the higher levels of properly loving self. This means that the more often you consciously focus on higher heart consciousness energy, however you focus upon it, you're activating the innate fourth dimensional desire to love and be loved. The fourth dimensional facade soul then will be more open to receive the energy. The innate desire is being accelerated based on the evolutionary momentum. This means that the acceleration places the soul whether it's the human soul or the facade human soul, in a position of accelerated stimulation as far as the desire is concerned. And because the soul desires to love and be loved, that stimulation is processing in an accelerated manner. In working with the idea that you want to properly love yourself by activating the higher heart consciousness, It becomes important not to misunderstand the energy insofar as what we are suggesting at this point in time. This energy is an energy that wants to take each soul that it touches into the experience of properly loving the self. Therefore, in using this energy, do not make predeterminations as to how you will focus the energy on yourself. View it simply as an experience that wants to take place in your consciousness 
and the energy itself carries the consciousness, carries into the consciousness to take you into a more fulfilling, more accelerated, more efficient experience. And so you sit simply in the consciousness of bathing yourself in higher heart consciousness energy. If you work with this state of consciousness and pay attention to the attention to the ideas and thoughts that come to you, you will find yourself getting input about yourself. Janet, this is the same information I was getting on divine hope, and now I'm getting it on all the divine energies. That the pure or proper way to process these energies is just to consciously activate them and focus them and then allow them to move in through and around the totality of who you are as you bathe yourself in it and they will uh, take care and move into if it's divine hope for example it'll find the hopeless areas that we are carrying and will neutralize those so what he is saying is to do the same with this divine love. Don't direct it. Don't control where it goes. Just call it in and just allow it. Bathe yourself in it and just allow it to operate in through and around your mind, body, and soul. Okay. Sadakas. Many people call this self-revelation, self-insight. You may call it whatever you desire. We prefer to think of this in terms of thoughts that you were recalling based on remembering more and more about who you really are. This will greatly assist each of you to properly appreciate yourself and to properly understand that you that who you are has no bearing on anyone around you, except as you permit a situation, a condition, or a person to interpenetrate and create within your mind that you are something less than. If you are to take responsibility for yourself in your totality, then you must take responsibility for the fact that you are pure and perfect. And no individual, no situation, no condition can change that except as how you permit it. And when you do permit it, it then puts you in a position of relieving yourself of that responsibility. For now, you would look at it and say, oh, it's this situation, it's that condition, it's this person. This, of course, sets us up as victims, and this is not what it's all about. You are victors, as are all souls. In your particular case, you have more consciousness insofar as this victory is concerned, and is the idea of love and the importance of love at its highest level that is an idea that becomes very, very viable at this point in time on the planet. Janet, I just want to repeat that sentence from Sadakis. It is so key. It hit me so intensely when I read it. Now, you have to remember, I heard this before, and I have reread these in his own words things. I don't know, a number of years ago, but this hit me even more intensely as I was preparing for this show. So let me repeat it. If you are to take responsibility for yourself in its totality, then you must take responsibility for the fact that you're pure and perfect. This is Beyond Important Guides. 
We need to be fully responsible for ourselves on every level and not to blame someone else or something else or ourselves because blame makes us victims and we are victors. Sadakas. Additionally, in closing, it's wise for each of you to understand that in this stimulation of the desire to love and be loved at that innate level, and as this energy reaches out to touch, this can also set off in many instances an acceleration of soul-mind detox, altered realities that have prevented you from properly loving yourselves up to this point in time. This means that you must be very centered in, in areas that deal with your thoughts and your emotional patterns in areas that deal with love and how you think love should be, how you feel love should be. It becomes important not to focus out on others, on situations, on conditions, or inward on the self. Any idea or concept as it comes to you where this idea of loving and loving is love and loving is concerned. It's best to remain centered within the emotional vibration, allowing it to be what it is without attempting to pin it down or to focus it or direct it. We've addressed on many occasions the idea when you're feeling good, you experience feeling good without adding a lot of questions and energy to that. You enjoy it until it's gone, and when it's gone, it's gone. You need to do the same with all emotions and thoughts about love and loving. Sadakis emphasizes here the same idea the higher self presented to me a couple of weeks ago, uh, which I shared with you all, that we need to neutralize our ideas and attachments to love and loving not to focus on them, not to focus outward, not to define them, not to direct them, but just simply to let them go, to neutralize them, because we carry distortions and discolorations around the purity of the concept of love by all these fourth dimensional attachments that we have made over eons of time. We didn't know any better. This isn't a chastisement. This is just part of our conditioning in the human kingdom. So the higher self or Sadakas again is saying, stand in the center and just uh, you can acknowledge them. Oh, I'm aware that I have, you know, feelings of jealousy here. Don't do anything with it. Just acknowledge it and let it go. Move it out. Okay. Sadakas, to recap, higher heart consciousness stim- stimulates from a very high level. And therefore, individuals, based on their evolutionary awareness, respond to the degree that they are able and attempt at a very unconscious level to prepare themselves to be as perfect as possible in order to touch that highest level of love and loving. It's simplistic in its pattern, but is carried out on an individual level by individuals in various forms of emotional schisming based on the perceptions that are held by the individual and based on how well they can learn to center themselves and stand within the center of the emotional schism, allowing it to be whatever it is until it's completed itself. And then they can stand free and clear. The greatest of these is love. Love does heal all that it touches. Excuse me. Love begins with you. As you become more attuned, whether it be conscious or unconscious, to the purity of yourself, as you become more appreciative and more loving of the self in the proper way, all the distortions for you in your life, in your body, in your soul, in your mind, will reach into higher levels of balance. You all know that anything that processes in your outer reality processes to the degree that you love yourself. 
As you move into higher levels of properly loving the self, your outer reality correspondingly changes. Part of that outer reality is the body at the physical level, the soul mind and the emotional level. All changes and processes to the same degree as the same this is a misprint here, I'm don't I missed it. All changes to the same degree that you when you degree that you are I don't know, forget that. It's just <laughs> Sadakis is just saying that everything in your soul and your mind at the physical level are processing to the same degree that we love ourselves. This then makes it important for each of you to dedicate yourself toward proper self-love, toward remembering who you are, so you can more easily lay claim to that. And to understand that when you harness higher heart consciousness energy for yourself, and for the humanities at large, you're sending an energy that will be far more easily accepted, received, and responded to than any other energy processable. And with that, we're done. So, Sadakis is really clear. He is emphasizing over and over, there's a lot of repetition in the document, in the words, I even cut out a little bit because it was there was even more repetition. But I don't think the repetition hurts because he's just saying over and over again, "Hey, the heart chakra of the planet is opening with the evolutionary thrust. The higher energies of higher heart consciousness, the more expanded levels of higher heart consciousness, is coming through because." This energy triggers off for us the innate desire to love and be loved. We're much more open to taking, we and all souls are much more open to taking in that higher heart consciousness. And so it's extremely viable energy. It is going to take us step by step to properly loving ourselves. And he encourages us to absolutely be working with the energy We don't need to direct it. We don't need to focus it. We don't need to control it in any way. We bathe in the higher heart consciousness, activate it, bathe it, and allow it to take us in the steps that we need to bring us into those higher frequency levels of loving ourselves. (laughs) So, he said a few other things, but that to me is pretty key. And we do need to take responsibility for that purity and perfection that we carry and move more and more into accepting and loving ourselves at higher and higher levels and being responsible for our purity, our perfection, and the power that we carry at that pure soul essence level. We absolutely need to, guys. Okay, this is really what it's all about. And they come back time after time, and they hit the similar subject from a different direction. We get new information, but it's like all roads lead to Rome, isn't it? All roads lead to Rome. (laughs) And they are taking us to the place where we love ourselves. And we tap into, become consciously aware, consciously awakened, consciously utilize all that we are for ourselves and for others and to move out and um, move ourselves as pioneers into a place where we can 
process the destiny pattern. We come well-equipped, guys. We come well-equipped. And now we understand, and I think this, this kind of information is out there in different ways, uh, many places. I'm, I'm, I can't give you specifics, but I would have to, um, I mean, I know that it's out there. The higher self indicate there are other groups all around. So there are other places out there. But if you're with me in this place, at least you're getting the information bringing in that higher level of understanding. And I, for one, I just take it to heart each week, and I'm doing a lot of moving, guys, and I've been getting a lot of new information because of it, which I share on the show. And today I'm going to do a healing, uh, you know, a group healing, and I'd like you all to join in. And I'm going to introduce a couple of concepts, a couple of ideas, uh, some of which I've touched on before. I don't really know exactly how it's going to unfold. Excuse me, but I, this frog in my throat is really a bummer. (laughs) So sorry. Anyway, I live in a beautiful city. I absolutely love LA. Really, really love it. And, and I walk, Miles, now that it's good weather here, I'm all, I walk three, four, five, maybe six miles a day. I do think I breathe in the smog, even though it's much less now than when I first moved here. Um, I think that the the frog in the throat is a way for me to clear whatever impurities I've taken in. I'm not sick. I haven't been sick since the time that I told you I had the cold for the first time, and I didn't know how many years. So I don't. I'm not sick and it's not an allergy or anything. I just think it's my body processing out the little particles that are in the air that we breathe or that I breathe when I'm out so long every day. Anyway, so sorry. (laughs) And of course, it doesn't come up until I get on the show. If it came up when I got up, it would be much better, wouldn't it? Anyway. I'm sure you all can relate, and I'm sure you all understand. Okay, so let's go with the healing. And we are all brought into one accord, but I am going to do it over again because I want to I, I want to present you with the, the idea that I'm about to present you with, and so I want to do the opening again. But it doesn't hurt to reamalgamate at any point in time, become aware again, bring our consciousness in and the focus in. Um, but I do, I do always want to share with you anything new or different or expanded that I get. Uh, and so that's why I'm going to do it again. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So I'd like each of you to just quiet your minds as best you can. And just to take a few deep breaths. And just Relax. Let them move the mind's eye in and bringing in that focus of attention. And we're going to start right here in a little bit different way. I want to start us by focusing on the originating source of all there is. And I want us to become one with that energy. Now you can use that symbol of the womb that I used to give you. um, The womb which carries the creative life force energy, which is where we were given birth. We were all given birth, all of the, all of us at the soul level 
we're given birth from that space. It is the womb. It is the place that all it wants to do is give birth, to express, to become, to create. And so you can use that. You can move into the originating source in that way. Or you can pick another symbol, like the symbol of the diamond, two four-sided pyramids base to base with multicolored facets reflecting, multi-carrying all knowledge, all everything uh, within it. You can see yourself standing within it, understanding that it is not a solid diamond. Some people have problem with this um, image or this symbol because it seems solid, and we have to understand that it is not solid. It is an energy field. So in any way... Uh, you want or you can just say the words I am the originating source or I am one with the originating source and I want you to use that focus of attention where this is a conscious type of meditation I want you to consciously move into that space however you do it and I want you to feel sense imagine experience the incredible experience Banded energy that is in this space. And it's as if we are plugging back into all there is. The pure soul essence that we all carry is now, the sense is connecting it with the totality of all the pure soul essences of every, of all there is. And I want you just to feel this connection, feel the expansiveness now that we've plugged in. We're no longer isolated. We're no longer alone. We're no longer separate. We are one. And I would like each of you to try to experience that oneness. You are in two places at once. You're conscious of yourself sitting in your living room, your car, your bedroom, your in the park, wherever, and you're also in the origin in, within the originating source of all there is conscious of of the oneness in that energy field understand that the totality of who we are is within here so we are one with our fourth and fifth dimensional nature including the totality of our higher selves or the totality of our soul process known and unknown is held here we have moved in consciously to become one with this totality energy, this infinite resource of total harmony and balance and healing and information, love, hope, anything and everything we've ever talked about and much, much more. In this space, I want us to activate the rainbow bridge energy and this rainbow bridge energy as you may recall the first thing it does is it connects us at the chakra level to the chakras of the originating source and I want you to understand that we are connecting the chakras of all all of our chakras with the chakras of the originating source bringing our chakras into the highest state of efficiency that we can but we're not going to stop there Because what I want to do is I want us to now focus on the heart chakra. And because we're connected to the originating source, 
when we focus on the heart chakra, we are processing both our own chakras and that of the originating source. It is a very powerful chakra at this point. I now want you all to also focus on the heart chakra of the planet, asking the rainbow bridge to connect us to the heart chakra of the planet. And I want you to see there's a line up, so to speak, the heart chakra of the planet, our heart chakra, and then the originating heart chakra, originating horse heart chakra. And there is a, symbolically a very powerful connecting energy to the three. As the heart chakra of the planet has been opening more and more, and remember this information was 30 years ago, so the opening of the heart chakra has continued, of the planet has continued, and now we are connecting our heart chakra with that of the planet and with that of the originating source, and we are opening the totality of our heart chakra. We want it to be open. Now, why is that? We want the heart chakra, our heart chakra, to be open because it is the processing center. It is one of the many, but it is one of the main centers where the energy that we process out to let go of get released from. Remember, heart chakras are energy exchange points. Energy moves out of them and energy moves into them, through them. So we want to... We want to understand that we want to have, when we're healing ourselves, we want to have an open heart. We want to have an open heart. Before we get to the heart healing ourselves, the higher selves are indicating that they want me to do uh, utilizing this triumvirate, so to speak, this triple powerful connection here of the heart chakra of the planet with our own heart chakras and the heart chakra of the originating source. They want us to activate the higher heart consciousness energy and begin to flow it and have the flow moving from the heart chakra of the planet into us, our own heart, uh, higher heart consciousness, whatever we have access to or activated is flowing. And also the higher the higher heart consciousness energies from the originating source, we are producing a tremendous flow of higher heart consciousness energy. And this flow of energy, the higher selves, are moving in through and around the planetary systems, in through and around the astral, in through and around each individual, not just those of us past, present, and future listeners on this show, but because we're centered within the pure soul essence or the center of originating source, because we are one with originating source, we are providing this higher heart consciousness to all souls through the connection of the pure soul essence. It's hard to describe, but it's as if the picture I have of that totality energy, the sense I have, it's as if, as if we're making available to all souls who wish to partake of it and knowing that most souls will t- partake of it because of the innate desire to love and be loved that is present within at the unremembered remembrance level within the pure soul essence. 
this energy is being provided. And it's as if in my mind's eye, just to share with you the images that I'm getting, it's as if the this divine pink energy is flowing in through and around the totality of the originating source of all there is. And it's being provided to each and every soul. Now, of course, in some way it must be moving around the planetary systems in some way, but the image I'm getting is that it's becoming, it's part of this whole totality field of the originating source. I just, I just can't tell you the, it's profound in its effect. I'm feeling a tremendous amount of joy and gratitude from coming from everywhere. It's not from one source. There's joy and gratitude and appreciation. We're just allowing the energy to flow. And remember, as Sadaka said, you feel free to reach out and take some for yourself. Always on the table. And I'm just watching the flow. And I'm seeing many, many souls come to partake of it. And I do see the fourth dimensional facade soul of the testers and tempters. In case you forgot about that, it was a series I did back a while on last in 2016. They are also here. The facade souls are partaking of this energy, and we are actually helping them as well. Remember, they are veiled, and they are not aware of their own pure soul essence. It is veiled. They are in the dark, so to speak, even though they are fifth dimensionals carrying the dual soul nature. They're as evolved as those of us who are working the light side of the path. They're here, and they're partaking of the energy as well. They are also part of all there is. We're all part of all there is. Okay. Now, while you're conscious, I want to move to the individuals that are listening to the show, past, present, and future. I want you to be conscious now of yourself within the originating source. I want you to be conscious of the connection of the heart chakras of the originating source, yourself, and the planet. And the reason that it's so important for the heart chakra to be open is so that we can allow those energetics, those altered realities that are living, that we've created, they're soulless and mindless, but they are very energetic and they do create our outer reality for the most part for us. We want to let those go. And I want you to just envision within this symbol I want you to understand that keeping the heart open facilitates and accelerates the release of the energetics that don't match the higher heart consciousness. It's coming in, finding what is not loving of the self and triggering it off. So 
emotions can come up, uh, thoughts, uh, fears, doubts, worries, concerns, jealousies, envies, hurts. Oh, I said hurts. Uh, you know, anything and everything can come up as the higher heart consciousness, as we bathe in it and as it moves in through and around the totality of the body and the soul and the mind. And it jiggles loose, so to speak. Elements that we're carrying that we don't need anymore, we're ready to get rid of, that don't match the loving self energy that we are providing. And as it comes up, we want that open heart so that it just flows very easily out of the heart into the light to be neutralized. Now, something that really helped me as I've been working with this exercise is that every so often something would come up for me and I'd sort of clench. I'd sort of feel um, either stress in the heart area or the stomach or the chest, a kind of a, a clench. And I came to understand that that was my attempt. It's almost automatic pilot because we've done this, all of us have done this so, so often, to hide behind, to close the door, not let something up because it's so painful. We want to repress it. So the clench that I would feel would be my sort of automatic pilot attempt to close off and not allow what was coming up the hurt or the pain or the suffering or the grief or the guilt or the shame or whatever it would have been. That was my sort of unconscious attempt not to let it out. And so I spent time um, taking deep breaths, calling in divine relaxation, divine release. And the higher self brought an, brought an energy in for me that was extremely interesting and extremely helpful. And I want to share it with you. They called it, funnily enough, divine vulnerability. Now, we all feel there's so many connotations about the word vulnerable that somehow it puts us in danger of getting hurt in some way. Well, if we're too vulnerable, we'll be used or we'll be hurt or we'll be manipulated or we'll be controlled or we'll be whatever we, the connotation is. So the idea of being vulnerable carries this negative feeling often. And so you might think, hmm, why divine vulnerability, which is exactly what I asked. And the higher self indicated that divine vulnerability never hurts or harms. It never is corruptible. And it never does anything that isn't in our highest ideal. And the concept of vulnerability is that it works with divine heart in that it helps to keep the heart open. And the silly analogy they gave me, but it's very, I think you'll understand it, is they said, let's just assume the, the, <clears throat> you're in an elevator and you've got a lot of stuff that you need to load into the elevator and then get rid of and take out. You're clearing out an apartment or a, a floor or a whole building or whatever. And so you put stuff in the elevator and then you want to move it out. But what happens is every time you go to move it out, the doors close. Okay? The doors of the elevators keep closing. And, you know, if it's an old building, it probably doesn't have one of those buttons that, you know, you pull out. 
and they said that divine vulnerability is like having a door, uh, an elevator operator there on the elevator with you, and it in effect holds the open heart doors open. And just like hope and faith work together, the higher self indicated to me that divine heart, which provides the open heart, and divine vulnerability work together to maintain the openness. Because remember, we have this sort of automatic pilot that we want to keep shutting those doors. We want to keep repressing. We want to keep uh, in a box somewhere, that you know, out of sight, out of mind. We want to keep avoiding and evading whatever that is, because it's so painful. So what the higher self said is that you call in divine heart, which we've done, and divine vulnerability. And they work together, helping to keep the symbolic elevator doors open so that we can unload and let go of all of the stuff that needs to come out more easily and effortlessly without the struggle with the doors. Now, I want you to know that it only took me a few days of working with this consistently to now have so much less of a problem to keep those doors open. And when you feel them closing or clenching, I call it clench, but sometimes it's a, you know, it's a tightening in the stomach or in the heart or the chest, or maybe you clench your teeth. Uh, maybe you find, you know, you're, you've clenched, you, you know, your body some way, your, your legs suddenly are pressed together or whatever. It, it just, whatever that clench is, however you notice it, it is an indicator that the heart is closed and you aren't releasing as openly and easily and effortlessly. Just take a few deep breaths, center back into the originating source, move into the space of connecting the heart, divine heart, with the originating source, your own heart chakra and the heart chakra of the planet earth and just envision the symbolic doors opening calling in divine vulnerability to help you keep those doors open and like anything with practice it becomes easier and easier if you find yourself either clenching or you've lost your focus of attention and the doors close automatically when they lose focus of attention sometimes just Take a few deep breaths and allow the energies to flow. And while you're doing all of this, I encourage you to actually call in the various energies. Higher heart consciousness, of course, is the obvious one. We want to call in that over and over and over again to allow it to move in through and around us, to find what is not like it, and to allow that to just flow out of the heart area, that heart center. You can also call in divine hope and divine faith and allow those energies to find all the areas within us where we're hopeless. The energy will help release, trigger off the flotsam and jetsam of hopelessness, and we will allow it to just flow right out of that heart center into the light. Divine healing, divine balance, anything you care to call in, Go ahead and call in, but be aware that it is going to trigger that soul mind detox, soul mind body detox that the Tadakis was talking about. These divine energies are extremely powerful. They're working in our highest good, and they're not just going to go in there and dilly dally and do nothing. We've given them permission, and they're going to get going as 
much as they can do based on what we allow them at the soul level. But the more we do it, the more the soul will open up and allow more and more. It's just usually trepidation or nervousness or resistance in the earlier days because it's either not used to the process or it doesn't know where what the process is all about, you know, what's going to happen with it. But over time, it begins to acclimate and then it will let go of more and more. I want everyone to just keep processing, allowing anything. Now, what I see is that the heart center, it actually calls for energies from the lower chakras and the higher chakras. So it is pulling um, from the totality of the physical body, the totality of the mind, and the totality of the soul. It's pulling all of those things. So just because we're talking about the heart center, it doesn't mean that you aren't addressing the clogs the issues, the altered realities that are attached in some way to the other chakra centers. You can also open the other chakra centers anytime. The rainbow bridge energy, of course, that we called in right up front, that connects us at all the chakra levels. We just move to connect because of this session this week dealing with the open heart chakra of the planet. <clears throat> I just began working with this in particular and so this is one way. It isn't the way. Each of you can find your own way that works for you. But I really want now to have the, the energies moving. All of those elements or aspects or altered realities, energy identities, whatever we want to call them, that we are carrying that are not in our highest ideal. I want you to see them being drawn by the higher heart consciousness energy that's flowing in through and around the totality of who we are and it is being drawn out, carrying with it as it flows out of the heart chakra, it is carrying with it these altered realities that we're ready to let go of. Now I'm being given a conglomerate image of the totality of all the souls that are taking part and it is actually more than just the past, present, and future listeners. They're souls from many, many planets, in body and out. I'm perceiving it as being um, human, either facade human or true human for the most part. But this isn't to be confused with the fact that the energies are moving to all the four lower kingdoms, not just humanities. But for the most part, it's the humanities that have, you know, built up the energetic baggage. And that's what this exercise is all about, is moving to the place, which is where the humanities in their journey go and where we're going to the we unremembered remembrance of, because we've done it already. We are all moving to loving the self more properly. and taking responsibility for the purity and perfection of who we are. And I'm just, I mean, I am seeing a lot of things. I've been so busy explaining the process to everybody. It's very simple, really. Very, very powerful. But I am seeing a lot. I'm seeing a lot of hurt and pain, a lot of grief, a lot of suffering, and a lot of feeling less than. The, the whole 
you know, judgments about ourselves. And I really want to encourage everybody to release judgments and to release blame. It's absolutely essential. Because blame creates victims and victimizers. We do not want to blame ourselves or anyone else. And that blame comes when we aren't loving ourselves properly and we aren't owning our purity and perfection. So that's where we want to go, guys. I just see a lot of struggle. Struggle to understand is coming up. Um, That is a big one. Struggle to understand is really a big part of the human condition because the human the journey in the human condition it's for the most part not a journey where the physical form changes like the animal kingdom you know you go from the one cell amoeba to the more complicated animals like elephants and apes so it is very different so the struggle to understand is actually okay the higher cells are indicating that it is an innate part of the human condition because it is a propellant to move forward to evolve into higher levels of awareness. If we didn't care, if we didn't care about understanding, you might just sort of get stuck and just sort of accept what is, is. But the the struggle to understand, the struggle to learn, the struggle to create, the struggle to discover is very, very big and is very, very much a part of the human kingdom and comes from that true soul essence where we carry that creative life force energy that all it wants to do is create, all it wants to do is give birth to and all of that. It just wants to become more and more. And there's an innate, okay, wait a minute, let me get this now. I'm not understanding it perfectly, but there is very clearly the struggle to understand is very carried very deep at the human level. Um, because it is part of this propellant for us to grow in conscious awareness. I have to get some better information on it, uh, more expanded stuff. Um, it's on the radio. It's, I can't sort of, you know, leave a minute of silence while, <laughs> while I go in for the download, and we're in the middle of the healing in any case. So I want to, um, I want to just, I want everyone to understand that this struggle to understand has in its purity are absolutely significant, valid, important, essential to the life pattern at the human level. However, it also has attached to it a lot of things that have judgments and belief systems. Like we've struggled to understand something and we maybe invaded somebody's privacy. So then we feel guilt or shame or we get punished for it, um, depending. I'm getting old lifetimes examples coming up where, you know, there was a lot of, um, you know, struggles for power, people spying on each other and all sorts of things like that. And I'm seeing sort of scenarios uh, and that level where, we, in order to survive, in order to stay one step ahead of whatever, 
there was all this spying and struggling going on. When we see that today with the, you know, CIA and all those kind of uh, agencies that are <clears throat> trying to understand, trying to get information. So we we attach a lot of stuff, and we've done a lot of stuff because of the past experiences and the past lives we've led. So the purity of the purity of purpose, strike that, the um, expanded vision and uh, the divine vision and, and, and expanded perception, the divine understanding, the divine wisdom, the divine, uh, all of that, that's carried at a very high level, but we've attached limiters to it. Well, if I try to do, try to understand, I'm going to be invading somebody's privacy, so I just won't ask. So we limit our, our expression around it. For example, I'm getting just, this is literally the first time I've ever seen this or uh, understood it at this level. So I don't have a lot of examples to give you, which I might by next week, who knows. But what I'm saying is, known or unknown, whether I can explain it perfectly in the moment or not, I want everyone to let go. We want to call in divine understanding, divine wisdom, divine clarity of vision and expanded perception. And we want those energies to move in through and around us, not direct it, not focus it, just for it to shake loose, pry loose the limiters that we've attached to the desire to understand. And we want all of that to go. We want to release the desire to understand, the need to know. At some level, I'm sure you can understand this. Um, this is where we gossip. This is why gossip is popular. People like gossip. is all the lower a lot of this stuff that we're releasing now and I do see it coming out of this need to know and this is so so amazing I, I love this show yikes wow I never would have thought to let go of the need to know in the sense of how we have attached the things to it that have limited that beautiful, powerful, divine energy that we carry, that keep it at the lower frequency level instead of the expanded level. So let's open up that heart, guys, and let go of all of those things. The need to, all of the things, whatever it is, anything known and unknown that limits in any way, any belief systems, any judgments, judgments of the self, I had a client recently who had a sneaky pattern and it caught her unawares. But when she thought about it, she went like, oh my God, I do see it. So who, who knew? She's a fantastic person. It was a part of her that was relatively small in this life, but haven't we all needed to be sneaky in other lives? For sure. So let's just let go of this need to know, and anything attached to it that limits it, distorts it, discolors it. 
And I'm just seeing a huge amount being let go. Oh, my gosh. Who knew? The higher selves are indicating to me that the reason I, I keep getting, like, first it was love and all that we attach to love. Then it was hope, or maybe it's reversed, all that we attach to hope, the future and the past connections. Now it's the need to know. And they're taking us into this new arena where we are delving or letting go of issues that aren't obvious that aren't, you know, the obvious despair we live with or the guilt we live with or the uh, feelings of abandonment or the feelings of isolation or whatever it is that we might be living with. And those are the big things. Those, those difficult emotionalized patterns are the big things that we tend to focus on letting go of. And the higher selves consistently now, this is the third one where they're consistently um, bringing in something that we would not have thought of because they tend to be a positive a positive kind of uh, concept that we carry but we've discolored it we've distorted it we've clouded it we've limited it in all these different ways by what we attach to the concept and so they're helping us to open by letting go of these kind of limiters and it's profound I'm, I'm absolutely blown away. I'm sorry, maybe you guys are laughing because you think, oh, what is she talking about? How ridiculous is that? I don't know. But I personally am blown away because I've gotten a lot of movement from the open heart, from the, the whole thing working on love in the past and future, the, you know, the outcomes, the results, the hope. Uh, I've gotten so much out of these things. And of course, I'm working a lot on my own. As I just said, I go out and walk for two, three miles at a time, and I'm working the whole time. Now, certainly things come up I have to deal with. I have to organize my day sometimes, or I have to figure out what I'm going to get at the grocery store. It's not like I don't have everyday things that I do. I do. But the walk is long, so there's plenty of time to do both. And I've just I've just moved much more into a state of neutrality. Um, I, I just can't tell you enough how profound working with this energy on a regular basis is. And you can find your own way. I'm finding my own way, and I share it with you in case it works for any one of you. But you might find a, you know, a different path, a different arena, a different approach. And just remember... Over and over again, what are we being told? All roads lead to Rome. You don't have to go on my road. We're all snowflakes. There isn't a should or a shouldn't, a right and wrong here. Okay, let me just see. Where am I in time? I've completely lost track of time. Oh, we got time. Okay. Seeing it go straight up. It's just going straight up. It's like it's, oh, oh. Well, I don't know why it looks like that, but it looks like it's going straight up the path that we've created between the heart chakras. Oh, and we're pulling out stuff from the earth. That's interesting. 
the planet itself is releasing stuff through the its open heart in through ours and then in and then the, through the connection of the originating source so it's almost like there's this pipeline that a lot of this stuff not just from each of us but a lot of our stuff from the planet is also being let go of and it's a very good help that the higher self are indicating that um um I've been working with open heart for like a week. It wasn't until this morning that they told me to connect it up with the open heart on the planet. So they, they are indicating that they impressed me with that because it, it, it's as if we've added a whole nother level of help here. We're actually helping the planet with its own soul, mind, body detox. Keep in mind, planets are souls too. They process different than most of the souls, but they are souls too and so they have their own soul mind body detox and so we're helping with that Jeez, who knew very cool and I'm just seeing a, a, just a consistent amount of releases it's almost as if what I'm seeing is that the as each of you release through your own open heart chakra all of that energy is moving into the center column, the sort of conglomerate image that I had, and all of what we're releasing is being let go, and it's going up this sort of quote-unquote energetic chimney into the highest levels of uh, the heart chakra and out. So it is being cleansed and purified by the very highest level because we've called in originating source, and so everything that we do is at the very highest level. It's our guarantee of that, if you all remember how I used to say it. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry, but I'm just continually um, surprised and uh, gratified with this work. Okay. Let me just see if there's any other issue or I'm not getting anything else and the higher self are indicating that it is ongoing and that the higher self in general are bringing the energy that we've created that we're moving here the many many souls are benefiting the astral benefiting there's there's much more going on that I'm sharing with you because I'm really focused on getting the visual or getting the the concept across the symbols but it's symbolic, but it couldn't be more real. It's just so real and so powerful. We are one with all there is. That's who we are. And the more you can bring that into your consciousness, the more you can be aware of your purity and perfection, the more you activate and just bathe in the higher heart consciousness, the the more steps on that stairway to proper self-love we will take at a time and the more we will help the souls beneath us because we're attached to every single soul so we help all of those and then all the souls above us in evolutionary frequency are doing the same in return and are helping us so it is a very beautiful very supportive very loving very pure and perfect system it is just our blinders, our tunnel vision, our encrustments that keep us and our judgments and beliefs that keep us from understanding the, 
the beauty and perfection of the process of the the evolutionary process and of each and every soul. And with that, I'm finishing. And I'm telling you right now, I'm like an overwhelmed, really. I just... I'm on the verge of tears, but I've done so much processing that they aren't coming out in the same way they would have. This last week or two, I've processed so intensely and so much that I've moved into this state where I don't emotionalize near as much as I used to. I still do, trust me. I got a long ways to go still, but I notice a difference. And I just... I love the show. I wouldn't have reread all of these things that spoke to me in such an intense, beautiful, powerful way now as opposed to 30 years ago or even maybe 10 years ago when I reread them or I don't remember how many years. Um, I just owe so much to the show and all of you listeners, all of my clients, all of my friends, all of my meetup partners. I just can't thank you guys enough because there's so much inspiration, so much motivation, so much wind at my back, so to speak, because of all of you. And I just, you know, there just aren't words to express my appreciation. Anyway, uh, with that, I'm going to wind up again. It's Mario's next week. And I've, just can't tell you exactly what it is that he says, but he's going to be doing some explaining, I think he said, about terms. But it isn't, I didn't want to say that because it sounds so, you know, pedantic and, you know, what is he going to read the dictionary or something? And no, it's not that. But I I, I just skimmed the very first few paragraphs, and so I really don't have a a good understanding. But I, you know, Marius, you know, He's no lightweight. He comes through and he gives us a lot of really good stuff. So it will be great next week. Meanwhile, don't forget, you can get these podcasts on the iPhone, the podcast app. They apparently are on there in about an hour after the show. Uh, It will also, for those of you who don't have the iPhone, it will also be on my website. I'm a little more delayed on doing that than I used to be because it's it's not easy to put it on my website, and often what I do is I wait for my son to do it for me. <laughs> I can do it. I have done it, but I sort of – somehow it's not as high a priority as maybe it could be. But um, anyway, it is also on Blog Talk Radio. But try the podcast app. It's Higher Self Voice with Janet Richmond or Janet Richmond with Higher Self Voice, something like that. Try a few different versions, and you'll find it. There are hundreds on there, hundreds. So, because I've done this a lot of years. And so there you go. Anyway, I love you guys. I hope the East Coast is uh, handling the weather, the snowstorms. I heard from my brother-in-law on Sunday that it snowed in Columbia, South Carolina. And like LA, they do get it once in a blue moon and they have the blue moon. So it's quite a storm, and I hope everybody's okay back there. Um, Anyway, again, I love you all. Have a great week. Please 
remember, higher heart consciousness, love yourself, take responsibility for all that you are, including your purity and your perfection, and let go of all the altered realities and energetic baggage that keep us from knowing how beautiful, how pure, how perfect we are. Okay. Till next week, guys. Have a good week. Thank you for listening to Janet Richmond and the Higher Self Voice. Visit Janet's website at JanetRichmond.com to view all of her upcoming events or to buy her book, Choices, Neutralizing Your Negative Thoughts and Emotional Blueprints.